Welcome back to another episode of the Devoted Podcast Show. I am so excited to be here with you folks. Um, So if you're able to get a Bible, if you're able to get a notebook, that'd be beneficial. Uh, The King James Bible is what we use. Um, So it'd be easier to follow along if you use that version. Um, Again, maybe pause this episode uh, real quick and ask the Lord to speak to you, uh, to open up your heart and to use this time um, to speak to you and just to reflect on God's goodness. I'm your host, Caleb Shaner, and um, I'm going to be diving right in, uh, right away into God's Word, and then we'll pull some application out of it. We'll be, we will be in Romans uh, chapter number 1, verse number 16, and it states, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. I just want to take a moment and just share this passage of Scripture. God has shared upon my heart, um, just talking about not being ashamed of the gospel. Today, in society, you know, the world, you pretty much turn on the news, anything to do with social media, you know, you, you have your news apps and things like that, and it's it can be depressing. You, know, you turn it on and you're just like, man, the world is just a wreck. And then you see articles and things like that on Christians who are walking away from the faith, who are not taking a stand for what is right, bowing down to the world because it fits in. They fit in. You know, the world is, they, that's what they want. They want us to fit in with them and not to be different. Because if we're different, we're reflecting Christ. And when we reflect Christ, Christ is the light. And we ought to be, as Christians, the Bible says we ought to be the light of the world. We are the the salt of the earth. And if we are not a light in this dark world to reflect Christ, then we are nothing. We are worth nothing to Christ. As Let me iterate on that. So what I'm saying is this, is that Christ is the light. And we ought to be a reflection. Just like you take a flashlight and you shine it on a mirror, it'll reflect off that mirror. So Christ, we ought to reflect as Christians, we ought to reflect Christ. If we're covering up our the reflection, if we're covering up our, um, our mirror, sort of say, and we're not reflecting Christ, but we rather reflect the world because it, we fit in better. And then we're not reflecting Christ. And as Christians, we're no better than the world. We're no better than those that sin and that turn their back on God. Let that sink in for a moment. Think about the time that you had an opportunity to shine the light of the gospel and you became ashamed of the gospel instead of unashamed. You backed down and cowered it away. I know I have a few times where it was evident that I should share the gospel, that I should reflect Christ in a moment. But because I was uncomfortable in that moment, I stayed quiet. I blended into the crowd. I became a, I became a chameleon in that moment. You know, I saw a picture the other day. I think it was on Facebook or Instagram. I couldn't remember which one. 
but this Christian influencer put this up and it showed a whole crowd and everybody was gray. And these little people. And they were all walking a certain direction. And then there was one person that was red and it was walking the other direction. That person was representing Christ. Yeah, it, 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 it's gonna feel awkward. It's gonna feel like uh, you're going against the current because you are as a Christian. Listen, I read an article the other day of a, of a mainstream preacher who um, everybody followed and adored and he said he came, you know, he's coming out of the closet sort of say, and you know, he's, he's all for the, the, uh, gays and lesbian movement and things like that. And says that he no longer believes some things out of the Bible that he preached. It's sad. He's caving into the world. We, we cave into the world. And when we do again, like I said earlier, we are no more better than the world. We ought to be unashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. The world is looking, people look, and the world calls them influencers. An influencer is somebody who people follow and do what they do. They're influencing the culture. And as Christians, we ought to influence the culture for Christ. We ought to take those steps of faith and preach the gospel. Yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable, but there's going to be people that'll catch catch on. God will use those Bible verses, those passages of scripture, use your life to witness to somebody. I have a problem with, with uh, being stage fright. And so whenever I get in front of a group of people, you know, I, I, I shake, I, you know, I sweat. I mean, it is, and my words get mixed up. If you were listening and you have stage fright, you know what I'm saying. And you understand it's hard. But it ought to not be my words. It ought to be God's words. It's, it's not my words. I'm not a motivational speaker. I am an individual God is using that I can present the gospel. And all I got to do is trust God and open my mouth and he will bring the words. He will speak through me. If I am going to be a willing vessel, if I am in my Bible studying every day and reading and praying and becoming closer to God, that will be a reflection throughout the day of my life. But those moments that I sit back and I don't study and I don't pray and I just sit back and say everything's going to be okay, that's going to reflect in my life as well. Because there's going to be moments where someone may have a question. There may be moments where I have an opportunity to witness, but because I am not, my walk with the Lord is not where it needs to be. I'm either going to miss it or I'm going to be ashamed of it and not even say a word. Listen, God wants you to reflect 
him. He wants you to be unashamed of him. I think of, you know, Paul, the apostle Paul in scripture over and over and over. He was so committed to the Lord that whenever he would start and end his letters to the churches and to uh, individuals, he said, I am a prisoner of Christ. I am a slave to Christ. I am a servant of, to Christ. He wasn't meaning that in a negative connotation. No, he was stating that my life is not mine. It is God's. It is Christ's. I gave my life to Christ. And that's what it means. Whenever, whenever you get saved and you turn your life over to Christ, it is turning over to Christ. But many times we hold on to these, these parts of our lives that we don't want to turn over to God. Parts of our heart that we hold on to. We don't surrender all to the Lord. And we fight. We struggle. You know, as we take steps towards following Christ and becoming a, a, a better follower of Christ, we got to understand that there's going to be fans and there's going to be followers. You know, think about a, your favorite sports team, right? You think about your favorite sports team and, you know, it, what what do you do as, as a spectator? You sit in a stand, you pay money, you sit in a stand, and you cheer. Well, guess what? You are a fan of the team. You are a fan of the players. You're not a player. You're not a coach. You're not one of the trainers. You're not one of the referees, even though eh, you, you want to be. <laughs> we yell at the TV. For what? Nobody can hear us. But we get so into the game for our team that we want the right calls. We want the right plays. We want the players. And, you know, we're not on the field. During the game, you're not allowed on the field as a fan. Think about your favorite sports player. Think about your favorite author, movie actor, or actress. Right? You go to them. They don't know you. They don't understand you. They never will. You may sit there and follow them through their whole career and know more about them than they do of you. think about this how often do we study and know more about God because he knows everything about us we know very little about him listen this world wants us to step aside They want us to fall behind, to get drowned out. But God wants us to proclaim it from the mountaintops, the rooftops. He wants us to proclaim it everywhere, around the world, to everyone. You listening may be like, well, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. 
God doesn't love me. God doesn't care for me. Oh, he does. He loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son for you and me, the whole world. He loved you so much. He took all the beatings that they could whip him with. They pulled his beard, spit on him, called him names, and he kept going. He didn't retaliate. He was being falsely accused. He was carrying a cross on his shoulders. They put a robe on him. And as it was pressed into those wounds, whenever he got up to Golgotha, they ripped it off his back, re revitalizing those wounds again to bleed. The pain. They took a crown of thorns. They made a crown with thorns that were like spikes. And they didn't just place it gently upon his head. They put it on his head and then they used sticks and they banged it into his head, stabbing his forehead. He did that for you. He loves you so much that he gave us a free will. You may say, well, how does God give us a free will if he loves us so much and he says that we ought to do this and not do this? Because that's how much he loves us. He wants us to choose him because he chose us. He created you and me. He created us with a free will to choose him because he wants it to be a choice. He's not going to force us to love him. He's not going to force us to make all the exact right decisions calculated right to the point. Why? Well, I believe because he wants us to choose him. And when we fail and we make the wrong choice, we can turn and say, God, your choice was better. And we can learn from those moments that we fail and we fall and we fall short. In Romans it says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Each and every one of us have fallen short. No one is perfect. The only one perfect was Jesus Christ. Think about that. Doesn't matter how many good things I do in this life. I will never do enough, be enough to gain salvation and gain my way to heaven. It is only by me calling upon the Lord and asking him into my heart and into my life giving up myself to the Lord it's amazing my boss was telling me a story we went and worked on a place and this couple's son 
I guess he owned like a house or some land next to his parents. And I guess he had some form of aggressive cancer. And that man was unsaved. And he was witnessed to. And he accepted the Lord in his heart. And his family accepted the Lord in their hearts. I don't know if the parents accepted the Lord or not. But that man that was dying, he only had a few months to live. Or a little while to live. But he died, he passed away. And you know where he's at now? He's in heaven. We don't we're not promised another minute on this earth. We're not. Our hearts could stop right now. And where would you be? Where would you find yourself? There's only two places you'll be. You will either find yourself in heaven or you'll find yourself in hell. But God gave you a choice to choose. You can deny him or you can accept him your heart are you ashamed of the Lord Christian you feel uncomfortable in this world good (laughs) because we're not called to be comfortable in this world this world is not my home I'm just passing through just like that song says this world is not my home I'm just passing through My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. Look. God loves you. And every opportunity that you have to love him back, take it. And that's every day. Spending time in prayer. Talking to him. Reach out to him. I saw this quote that really touched my heart. It kind of brings into reality. It was a picture, I showed a piece of paper and it said, Dear God. And it had a bunch of tear marks underneath it. And the quote said, God knows the words behind those tears we're all going to have rough rough times a loss of a loved one maybe you lost your job struggling at home but look God still loves you and he's there for you And all he wants is a relationship with you. Wow. Did you know that it only took six days to create the whole world? But took God nine months to create you? Think about that. He created the world. Poof. Just words. Just with his words. 
takes nine months and he creates each and every one of us. And one thing I see is people saying, well, I'm not comfortable in my own skin. I'm not comfortable with who I am. I'm different than everybody else. Uh, yeah. God created you different. God created each and every one of us unique. Because he has a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us. You are a puzzle piece that he wants to put into play. He wants to use you in an area. Look, you may have faced something that I haven't faced. A trial that I have never faced. You may have uh, physical qualities that I don't have. Abilities that I don't have. Maybe you're more athletic. Maybe you're not as athletic. Maybe you're just you. Because that's how God wanted you to be. This world says you're not perfect until you look a certain way. Don't fall into that trap. It is a trap. And people fall for it all the time. Even Christians fall for it all the time. You have to spend all your money on all these different clothes brands. You have to go in and get surgeries to make yourself skinnier. Make yourself have a more prettier face. Better teeth. (laughs) I'm not saying that hygiene is a bad thing, okay? Have hygiene, please. But if your life is surrounded, if you're surrounding your life and your thoughts on being perfect, on being liked by a certain group of people that you want to call friends but they don't love you for who you are until you change who you are, you need to get different friends. Listen, Christians, churches, when someone comes to the church, into our church building, They're seeking help. They're seeking something. And this is where the gospel comes into play. Sharing the gospel, sharing God's love with them, no matter what they look like, no matter their background, We let God do the talking for us. God brought them in that place. It's our job to just open up the Bible. And it's our job to open up our arms. And to come alongside them and help them out. Showing them and teaching them and discipling them. 
For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is a power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Are you ashamed of the gospel? Or are you unashamed? I think of martyrs. Those who have gone before us from the past and those who are now facing persecution even today, even right now. For just preaching the gospel or just saying Jesus loves you. They're facing a sword. They're facing a gun. They're facing a noose. But you know what they're doing? They're proclaiming the gospel with their life. They're giving their life for Christ because they are unashamed. Because their life is not their own. It's God's. Here in America, we have it easy. We're blessed as a country. Even with us turning our backs on God, even now, we are still blessed and God is still has mercy on us. The Bible says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and heal their land. Christians, it's time to hit our knees. It's time to pray for our country. It's time to turn to the Lord. It's time to stop being fans on the sidelines. It's time to start following Christ. It's time to drop everything that we think we need in this world. And it's time to turn to the Lord and time to pursue after Him. Living a life that is solely for the Lord, not ourselves. Every good thing and every perfect thing cometh from the Lord. Christian, young person, old person. Those who are not believers listening to this podcast, listen. God loves you. He cares for you. What are you going to do with Christ? The choice is yours. Are you going to reject him? Turn away from him? Let bitterness and pride control your thoughts and desires. Let Satan control you. Destroy your life. Or are you going to be unashamed of the gospel, unashamed of Christ, and you're going to choose him? Choose to love him. Choose to serve him. Choose to call him father there's no there's no amount of good things that you can do to earn your way to heaven you can be a person who just is perfect and end up in hell
because you did not accept Christ in your heart. Christian, you can live a life that is immoral, destructive. Turn your back on God because you like the way the world lives. You feel comfortable in the world. If you're there, you need to reevaluate. You need to step back. If you're a Christian that says, I'm struggling, I pray every day. I read God's word. I build a relationship with the Lord. He never promised that the cross would not be heavy and he never he never promised the hill would not be hard to climb. But he did promise that he was going to be there with us. That he would never leave us nor forsake us. So as we close out this segment, ask yourself, are you ashamed or are you unashamed? Ask yourself, who are you? Are you a child of God or are you an enemy of God? Are you willing to take a step of faith and accept Christ in your heart? Or are you willing to deny the Lord? The choice is yours. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's our harsh desire that we see God working in and around us. And it's amazing scripture that we can just read God's word. And if you have any prayer requests or anything that you would like to maybe add or comments or anything like that, please email us at devoted.podcast.listener at gmail.com Again, that is devoted.podcast.listener at gmail.com Send us an email with a prayer request. We'll pray for it. A question, we'll try to answer. And maybe if you have any ideas for a future episode that you would like us to talk about, send it our way. Thank you for being a part of the Devoted Podcast family. Please like and share this video with any of your family members, friends, coworkers. Just share it on your uh, Facebook page, Instagram page. Because we want to get the gospel to the whole world. Thank you for listening. Have a good night.